Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Movie Podcast. My name is Shabazz and I'm joined here by my two other co-hosts, my my, my friends, my compadres. Uh, I don't have anything movie specific to give you guys other than family because this really is about family, I think. And and Daniel, you're definitely like family to me. Anthony, you're you're Anthony, say it, you know? Say it. Yeah. Say it. I'm Anthony. not family. Yeah. I get you're, it. You're the get you're it. the guy that shows you're up familiar. at the family reunions. You know why? Because you're familiar. You're that's why. Yeah. I'm, I'm familiar? <laughs> familia. You know, like the Italian familia. is the way they say it. Yeah. Right? Familia. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're like familia. a godfather to me. And that is not mm. because you're Italian. That is just because you're you. Uh, Damon, oh, how are you doing today? You. I'm doing great. Thank you, Shay, for asking. How are you doing? That was such a robotic response. Are you? I know. It's like, oh, (laughs) insert robot message. (laughs) I'm doing great, Anthony. How are you doing? Oh, sorry. Is he an AI? (laughs) Is he an AI, Anthony? Dude, I don't trust. I was. Is this is this a deep fake? Deep fake Daniel. (laughs) I'm doing great, everyone. Thank you. (laughs) Our budget. Our budget did get a lot higher this year. So you you asked me how it is really cold outside, and then I'll give you the non-robotic answer. (laughs) Okay, I like the little Italian twang you had there too, Anthony. How are you doing today? Yo, Shay, oh, no. I'm doing great. Look yeah. at you with those glasses. See, robots can't describe things, but look at you, Daniel. Extreme as always with his extreme comments about things that are Hold on. extreme. Extreme comments. No, no, Anthony <laughs> was, sounds like. Remember that sh- <laughs> last yesterday's episode? We had the extreme Daniel moment. Yeah, this is this is I, it. What was my extreme Daniel moment? You I'm said, freaking out. You on literally this said episode. extreme Daniel, like you yelled. Like, I have. Oh, oh yes, extreme. That I, that's. I what, have it in a video that I've been making. Now, yeah. So don't worry. It'll you, for the fans who don't know, you'll see it very yeah. soon. Uh, okay. That was such an unhinged opening because now I don't trust it was, both of yeah. you. Like Anthony sounded like you know when you see those tweets where it's like I fed a thousand hours of Anthony into a into an AI bot and it spit up the <laughs> yeah. script. That's what Anthony sounded like. Uh, but I'm glad hey, you guys are movie both doing well. <laughs> Thank you. Thank this is, you. This is our this is our opening for the Pamela Anderson love story. We should be yeah. talking about love, but we're yeah. A little... It is love. Listen, at the, at the end of the day, this this is what we're doing right now. The banter is what I think we're the best at, and it just it's a sign that this is a safe place. This is a loving place, and I love you guys. We love each other, and we like having fun on the show. At I the do end agree. Of the day, this is all part of that. I absolutely agree with what Daniel said there because even though the intro wasn't really about Pamela or or even director Ryan White that we're going to be speaking to in a few minutes here, it was about us and our love for each other. So I really, right, I do want to highlight that. Of course, if it hasn't been spoiled already by me, which it has, we are speaking with director Ryan White, who has directed Pamela, a love story, a Netflix documentary. Shout out to our friends over at Netflix providing us this opportunity to speak with Ryan, who was such an awesome, awesome person, and also letting us watch uh, the documentary as well, which we'll give our thoughts on in a few minutes here. Um, But before I do that, let me quickly jump into something about the movie podcast, because if it's your first time here, if you are a Pamela Anderson fan and you found us, and well, she has a lot of fans, and you found us here, it makes sense. We're looking at us three guys, and you're like, where's Pamela? She's not here, but she will. (laughs) There is a chance. I'm going to put my wig on, Shay. Well, you will use the deep Anthony, fake. Anthony, Anthony has the hair color, so yes. we, we're we're almost there. We're we'll almost use there. we'll use Daniel's deep fake though. Okay. To, to 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 make it all. And Daniel, I believe you you can provide the audience with a possibility to see Pamela. Is that true? Can I kick it over to you for some announcements on that? 
Yeah, I mean, you made it seem a little scary. The way it's like it's like I'm selling like back alley tickets or something like this. I mean, you might be. Um, who knows? You are charging for them. <laughs> is that not right? <laughs> no, we're not charging for these. So we are actually uh, giving you the opportunity if you want to attend a screening of the documentary that we are talking about today. Of course, Pamela of Love Store. If you want to see it in Toronto on February seventh, make sure you head over to our social media pages on Instagram, Twitter, wherever you follow us. Uh, we will be giving away double passes for you and a friend to go see. Uh, the documentary and director Ryan White and Pamela Anderson herself will be there. So please go enter in that giveaway. You don't want to miss this opportunity. Absolutely. And of course, those that social media part of it all is at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. You can follow us on there. You'll be able to see a lot of our cool videos, a lot of cool reels. If it's your first time seeing us, hey, hi, how you doing? We're on YouTube as well. First time hearing us, then you're probably hearing us on one of your favorite uh, podcast apps on that favorite podcast app make sure you subscribe make sure you give us five stars and if you have the ability to leave a comment please do so because we love reading them out i don't want to take up too much time i want to get right to this interview and then we're going to share our thoughts on pamela a love story so let's kick it over to ryan white director of pamela a love story hi ryan i'm shabazz i'm hi. anthony hi guys how are you good thank you so much for joining good. us on the movie podcast today cool how are you how are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. It's just, it's, it's all, it's all happening. We had our first screening last night. So I'm um, seeing all the, all the headlines come out about Pamela's fun. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Ryan, what was it about Pamela that made you say, this is my next project? Uh, well, it wasn't, I didn't jump at this project to be completely honest. So I'm, I'm born in 1981, which means mathematically like Pamela Anderson was the most famous person in the world when I was growing up, you know, when I was a teenage boy, she was everywhere. So she was like my generation's Marilyn Monroe or, or Kardashian, whoever you equate her to, she was the it girl. Uh, but I hadn't thought about Pamela a lot over the last 20 years. Um, and two of our producers, Josh Braun and Julia Nottingham, brought the idea to me and they had gotten access to Pamela. And when they first pitched it to me, my first reaction was like, I, that probably isn't a documentary subject for me. Like that is a great documentary. And I bet that woman has a great story to tell, but it's probably not a great fit for my filmmaking interests. Um, and I think that's because I had this image in my head of Pamela from the 90s, which was this like larger than life mega celebrity. And I just assumed um, that with that would come, you know, a huge team of people around her, like agents and managers and publicists, which often just can ruin the documentary experience or that she would be incredibly interested in, in how she was going to be perceived or branded. And I had all of these preconceived notions because of that caricature of who she was that I just kind of discounted it. And then they convinced me to um, at least meet her and have a, a Zoom conversation with her because she was in Canada and I was in Los Angeles. And so she popped up on my Zoom in this little square a couple of years ago, and she could not have been more different than all of those preconceived notions. So we had a three hour conversation. It was so surprising to me in every way. She was just so down to earth and really uninterested in the documentary, which appealed to me um, and not calculating at all. And so I thought like, wow, if we could just bottle this 
Zoom conversation up into a documentary, I think it's going to really surprise audiences. And I like, you know, that's that's part of what makes a great doc is surprising people. And I thought she would. Absolutely. And I mean, like you mentioned, you, you did grow up with her. You were in that, in that era, you know, for better, for worse, her life was always in the public eye. So how much of her story did you know? You know, did you just kind of know what was already being shown on TV or did you do some more research before kind of getting into it? I knew nothing. I didn't even know Pamela Anderson was Canadian. So when, (laughs) when she popped up in Canada, it's like, what are you doing there? I just assumed she was born on the beach in Malibu. And, um, she, she was the symbol of American sexuality for so many decades. The fact that she was a Canadian Island girl, even those biographical details blew my mind, but she was writing a memoir. Um, when she began, when we began these conversations and I asked her if she would send me, um, the manuscript, cause that, that two or three hour long zoom call, we didn't talk about, you know, her life story at all. We just, we just kind of shot the shit for a few hours and she sent me the memoir and that blew my mind that, that I, that's where I discovered her life story. And not only how, how incredible her life story is sort of this, cinderella story on steroids like such a crazy climb her 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 life story but also her storytelling ability um which is something i'm always trying to suss out as a documentary filmmaker like is this person good at telling stories and her memoir was was so dramatic and so funny and so well told that i knew she was going to be a good storyteller on camera why do you think now was the best time to have Pamela's story out? Uh, I don't know if I don't know if now, like, I don't know why now I that. You'd have to ask her that. I think a lot of it had to do with her sons. Um, so she has two boys. They're both in their 20s. And she and Tommy Lee had those boys together. And I think uh, Brandon and Dylan were tired of seeing their mom misunderstood and misrepresented. And I don't think she would have made this film without them um, pushing her to do it. I don't think Pamela is interested in um, how she's perceived by the public that much. I don't think she's interested in, you know, correcting the record of even a show like uh, the Hulu show, Pam and Tommy, which which you saw on my documentary. I don't think those things are really a part of her, her calculus when she chose to do this. I think it came from an emotional place that her sons really wanted the world um, to understand who she truly is. Right. Do you think she'll watch the doc? I know she indicates in the doc that she, she's hesitant to watch it or she'll never watch it. Do you think she'll watch it? She did watch it. Uh, That's amazing. So she watched it a few days ago uh, and not because she really wanted to her. She was just getting asked so many questions about it, doing doing press around it. And she felt like she wasn't equipped. You know, she she gave me every tape that was ever shot from her lifetime. She gave me every diary or journal that she ever wrote. And of course, she's she's never looked back at that stuff. So she had no idea what I was using in my film. And then suddenly she was getting asked questions about diary entries from her twenties about a boyfriend that she had forgotten about. And so her son, Brandon, who produced the film said like, I think you just need to sit down and watch it. And I actually haven't, I haven't seen her since she watched it. She just sent me, she sent me a note on WhatsApp, uh, 
I knew she was watching it at a Netflix office. So I was of course very nervous. Uh, and a few hours later, she sent me a very, a very sweet note, which I'll keep private, but she was very, um, proud of it. She was of course, very self-deprecating about it as Pamela is. Um, but she was proud of herself, you know, like she did a lot of the film and no hair and makeup, just very vulnerable, I think, which will surprise people. It's basically Pamela sitting on a couch and having conversations with me for a couple of years. And she was proud of the vulnerability and honesty with which the doc uh, was presented. That's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, you, you kept it very personal. Obviously, we had her family. You. Sorry, I couldn't hear you. Oh, you can you hear me now? Yeah, now I can. Awesome. Sorry about that. Uh, but yeah, you, you kept it very personal and you really only had her family in it. Was there ever a conversation of getting other people from Hollywood or the industry to be a part of this or just, just the family? I mean, there was that consideration, of course, but I'm, that's not really my filmmaking style anyway. I don't, I, you know, I even said that to Pamela in that first Zoom conversation, like, I'm not really interested and making a biography of you where, you know, Tommy Lee and David Hasselhoff and someone from Playboy are all weighing in on your importance. Um, I'm really interested in seeing the world through Pamela's eyes, which is a very, very unique point of view. And I think she's a very um, one of a kind type of personality. Um, and so I, the, the conversation was always like, let's make kind of the anti-celebrity documentary where of course we could make something where we're looking at, you know, the nineties or we're having uh, journalists or sociologists talk about what she went through and all, but that just to me, wasn't as interesting as a total intimate character portrait of her life through her eyes and how, how it's unfolding now. Um, and she was on board for that. She likes, she doesn't like those types of celeb docs. She loves something that's a little artsier and a little rawer. Um, and so that was, that was kind of the tone we were going for was raw and honest. Yeah, something that we loved about Pamela was how she constantly captured her life on tape. And you mentioned you know, the, the footage that you have and was there any footage that was left out or that you wish you had more time to showcase in the doc? Oh yeah. I mean, cause we had, we had hundreds and hundreds of hours of footage. So a lot ended up on the cutting, cutting room floor. Um, you know, there was a lot of, there was a lot of just beautiful moments of, of, of the family as they start or Tommy and Pamela, as they started dating, because they, you know, that wasn't, that wasn't a common thing to have a handy cam in the nineties. That was like for rich people and they were rich. So they had like the new gadget at the time and they were filming the hell out of each other, which of course it will go down in history because of the stolen tape, but outside of sex that they were having on camera, there was a lot of just romance that unfolded on camera. And, you know, our general rule of thumb, because Pamela was willing to hand over all of that stuff without previewing it was like, we weren't going to, we weren't going to violate that trust. The whole point that Pamela has been trying to scream from the rooftops for the last 25 years was that this footage was shot under the auspices of privacy amongst a newlywed couple and that it was never supposed to be public. So of course, if we ever found nudity or sexual intimacy in the footage, we were never going to use it. Um, or if we wanted to use it, we would have definitely run it by her. Um, 
so there was stuff like that you know a lot of a lot of family moments that you know pamela could watch her sons as three-year-olds for 10 hours on end but i don't think that's that interesting to anyone um in the general audience except the mom of those boys so a lot of family footage um of them just playing with their kids ended up on the cutting room floor um but we were always looking you know we had to watch down every every second because you know, on handy cams, you can be, record something for 10 seconds and it can be a diamond in the rough that's missed if someone doesn't watch down every second. So it was, it was all about looking for those really beautiful, either emotional moments or cinematic visually moments. Absolutely. And I think the thing that we love the most that we kept going back to is this is all about consent. And we finally have Pamela giving consent about her story. So thank you again, Ryan, so much for taking your time with us today. We can't wait for people to watch this and get to know the real Pamela like we did. And we can't wait to see what you do next as well. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Support for the movie podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the waist grooming. Their products are precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, join over 7 million men worldwide who have trusted Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code MoviePod at Manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 14 million balls. You know what I didn't know I needed, but I needed is an LED light on my shaver. Oh my God. Like, oh my gosh. Yes. There is darkness, especially around that area. <laughs> it works so well. You can really pinpoint all the hairs and you're like, okay, I got this point. Because you hair kind of like starts to mesh and you really don't see it properly. But with this LED light, it's super bright and you can get everything precision cut it's a 4000k led spotlight so you are literally putting a spotlight to your genitals down there to make sure you're you're treating them as you should the skin safe proprietary technology that they use for uh the the lawnmower is really good like i i i was always a little hesitant going down there and then i felt safe i felt like there was protection there Manscaped just makes it so easy to choose a tool, whatever you're using, be it the beer trimmer, the lawnmower, the weed whacker. And it just feels like there is like this accessibility to it that I absolutely love. Get 20% off in free shipping with the code MoviePod at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com and use code MoviePod. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job at Manscaped. Your balls will thank you. Your balls will thank you. Your balls well, thank you. And we're back again. Thank you so much to Netflix and to Ryan White for, for having that chat with uh, Anthony and I. Anthony, how did you feel that went? Like, that was a really, really fun interview we had to have. You know, what I loved about Ryan's uh, interview was that he was so genuine in terms of like how he gets into his subject matter. And especially with Pamela, he's like, you know, I didn't want to create a bullshit type of documentary where we fluffed up a lot of stuff. Like he was really real about what he wanted from Pamela. And I just think the blend of the two, like his style of filmmaking, as well as Pamela's, you know, genuine, I'm going to let everyone know how my life is, just works so well together. And I, I really love that type of rawness that you kind of don't see a lot of in, in Hollywood. There's always like this curtain. And I feel like you know, after talking to Ryan, this guy is like, I'm going to, give you everything i want the truth to be told i want people to know 
what we're making here. And I want people to know the real Pamela. And I don't want, you know, to dive into, you know, what Hollywood thinks of her or what these celebrities think of her. I really just want to focus on her and her life. So I think that that's, that just says a lot about Ryan. I, I do love his other documentaries like the keepers and, yes. and uh, the state of Alabama versus Britney Smith. Like these are really good documentaries on Netflix. And it's just, it's just nice to see this refreshing take on documentary filmmaking, which you, you don't really get a lot of th- these days. Absolutely. And, and Netflix documentaries are just always just top notch. Like I look forward to almost every Netflix documentary they come out because I'm like, oh, I, I had no idea that airline seats have such an interesting uh, history behind them. <laughs> and then I'm watching it and 30 minutes later, I find out that there was a murderer and that's how they made, they made airline right. seats the way they are. So it's crazy. And Daniel, you weren't there for the interview, but you did get to watch us. What did you think of the interview? Uh, no, it was great. You you guys both did a fantastic job. And I think Ryan is was so fascinating to hear discuss and, you know, he, and see how his he approaches work as well, too. You know, he didn't even know Pamela Anderson is Canadian. Right. And I think Pamela Anderson, the name, everyone knows who Pamela Anderson is, but not everybody knows what she's all about and really who she is behind all of that. Right. So I think to to be able to have a look inside of who she is and, you know, to really understand her upbringing, what she was going through, obviously, like growing up, you like you see Pamela Anderson on TV or in magazines, and you know she is uh, she very much was a sex symbol for like the modern internet age. But with that came with such a cost and a cost to her privacy. And I think what this documentary does so well, and obviously it's being made with her consent and with her involvement, is to give a very natural look of who this human being is first and foremost, you know, sex symbol and whatever aside, like she is a person first and foremost. And to really understand who she is, I think this documentary does an incredible job of showcasing that, right? Everyone will know who Pamela Anderson is before this documentary, but leaving it, they're really going to understand who Pamela Anderson is and and, and really keep that with them. So I, I really appreciated that. Absolutely. I think it's safe to say, and you're hearing it first here today on the movie podcast, we are going to be starting a change.org to put Pamela Anderson on our money. Uh, I mean, she's a Canadian icon. <laughs> you know, why not yes. put her on the $100 bill, put her on the 50 yes. and the 20 uh, Money would sell out like crazy. I don't even know how that's possible. I don't even know what I'm describing right now. But people would right. be buying money. We need cooler people on our money. I think that's we the do first, need some first cooler people there. on our money. Yeah, yeah. And you, you know, know how we this do documentary. You know, go ahead, Anthony. You know how we you, you know how we do like those uh, like those coins and stamps. Like I, I think yes, yeah. I think like as a Canadian heritage thing, Pamela Anderson should be on one of those stamps one day, one of those coins, just to showcase like there's you know Pam Pam is Canadian and she was yeah. uh, you know a, se- a, a, a she was an icon even if it was like this sex icon in a sense that you know as still it is an icon of sorts and there's. There's a lot of right. pros that came with that 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 uh, title, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, like it's it's important to have her as like a a symbol of Canadian. Yeah, but even what she uses her platform for, right? And I think you see that in this documentary too, right? Like, yes, she she knows that she has a platform, so she's going to use that platform for change. So even speaking of Vladimir Putin and like doing all these other incredible things that she does, like that's that's pretty amazing, huge, like, and that's something that. I don't think that she gets the recognition for what she what what she really stands for often, right? And I think what's so incredible with this doc does too is show her relationship with her with her sons as well. And I and I think that's just really beautiful to see that throughout this this documentary. I, that was really, really, I think, just 
that you could tell it was made from the heart and yes. she really wore her heart on her sleeve for this. And that's what that's what I loved about it was how absolutely 100% vulnerable she was. Even when her sons are calling her out on her shit, she's like, "Yeah, well like that's me." And I was and I was it was such a refreshing take on it because I'm like, "Man, I have so much respect for her for just being who she is and not giving a f like at all." Like she yep. was just like, "Yeah, this is what I did. This is what happened. This is what the life this is what my life was like." Whatever, like I, I now have an amazing platform. I'm fighting for so much. And yeah, the whole Vladimir Putin thing, that was insane. That's absolutely yeah, crazy. Wild. Yeah. Absolutely wild. So yes, Pamela what, Anderson on her money. That's next. One thing yes. I wanted to say, Shay, is and especially at the end, you actually summarized a really, you know, important part of this documentary is like this is the you know, Pamela gave consent to this. And that's yes. that's the whole message behind her whole identity. A lot of her a lot of the times, especially during that period in the nineties where her tape was released was there was no consent and people judged her and kind of gave her this you know this yeah like why should you why should you care you you expose yourself oh yeah but you're choosing exactly to do that yeah versus someone so stealing think, that from you i think this is you know the her her way of getting the consent back and giving back to what it actually meant to be her right at a certain point you know playboy was an empowerment for her that yeah. sex tape wasn't and that's something right, that right. we we as you know, you know, we look back like yeah, Pamela Anderson. When I when I was a kid, when I f- saw her, I fell in love. And like, I know I love girls. Like, <laughs> Every, that's yeah, that's how I know, did, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, damn. But now that I'm older, and now I see like the the, the hurt that's kind of gone with it in in sense of certain things in her life. I I truly, you know, I feel for her, and I think hopefully this documentary and what she's about to do in her life will inspire her to be more than that. And I know it's a little bit later in her life, but I think that's, that's something to say, especially Absolutely. if you can start over. No, no, you, you summed it up quite well there, Anthony. Thank you for that. Of course, you know, huge shout out again to Netflix and to Ryan White for that amazing, amazing interview. Make sure, like Daniel said in the beginning, to enter the contest if you are in the Toronto area, which is, you know, a very big area and welcome. Hi, Canadians. How you doing? Uh, enter the contest. Follow us on our social media accounts. That way you can me up to date with all the contests we have coming out because trust me we're gonna have a bunch of great contests this year it's only the beginning and that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next <laughs>